Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Greg Wildeson, the co-founder and head of technology for Panoram Digital, an enterprise legal technology consulting firm based in the UK. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hi, Ari. I'm very well. Thank you. It's terrific to be here today. It's my privilege, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Panoram Digital. I've been focused on technology and innovation in law when I actually studied law at university. I was fortunate enough to be to get a part-time position at a law firm, Clayton in Australia, and in their litigation support department, which at the time, having a litigation support department was way ahead of its time. So having at that point already done business degree with some computing modules, I very quickly learned that there was a technology gap in legal. And I took that knowledge with me at the age of about, I was 24, I started an ALS, a tech firm called Discovery in Australia. And that was great fun. We introduced web-based litigation support systems into Australia through Mintail, which I think is now part of the new suite of products. And we also repurposed that that system to create digital data rooms. I got involved in digital dictation systems through Big Hand, and uh, we also built out digital courtrooms so for Royal Commission. So then more recently, I focused more on e-discovery and had the privilege of running Epic Systems International e-discovery franchise for about six years. And you know, that was back in the heyday of e-discovery, and I was tasked with opening offices around the globe and had the pleasure of building greenfield businesses in Hong Kong, in Japan, in Europe. And of course, the US business was constantly expanding through acquisition. Then spent four years as founder of Logic in the UK. That's a no-code, low-code AI platform for building illegal knowledge applications. And you know that really opened my eyes to the whole world of AI, but, but probably more importantly, it provided some insight into the needs and technologies being used by corporate legal department. Now, I've been really fortunate. I've had a career that spans across the globe and also across the spectrum of legal technologies. And I now head up technology at Panoram, which you know, allows me to continue in that passion uh, of digital transformation and, and innovation. And you know, sometimes when people ask us, why did you start Panoram? We kind of saw a gap, or maybe two gaps in the market. The first, in-house legal, just the challenge of them not knowing what tech to buy. Many of them in the past have been missold technology, but their customers, their businesses are demanding more and more of them. And legal departments are now wanting, needing to get on board with digital transformation and demonstrate their value to the enterprise. And the gap in law firms is a little bit different. We see law firms with aging, costly, sometimes overly complex technology estates, and their journey is more around simplification and that's the digital transformation journey that they're on. So we started Panoram to serve those gaps. You've been addressing an array of challenges all over the world over the years. To what specific issues are legal teams applying technology today? More and more legal departments are looking to technology to solve their own business challenges, their legal business challenges, and they need a multitude of systems, um, or at least in the way that they've been built today. So there's matter triage and intake, document management, contract lifecycle management, vendor spend control, investigation, e-discovery capability. It's quite a broad church of capability. And it's interesting that most legal departments start with nothing. They have no technology 
or pretty much no technology in place today. Many of them have never had a good relationship with IT. They're kind of a long way down the pecking order when it comes to getting their IT department's support if they want to implement anything. So it's not easy for them to do. Many of them have never bought any ITs, so they don't understand the procurement process. They kind of get lost in trying to buy trying to buy systems to solve their problems. And obviously, one of our objectives is to help them because, and the way we do that is we can speak both legal and IT. Sometimes those two, they sound like really two different languages and we can kind of help align that for them. So the legal challenges, you know, the lawyers will tell us, no, I can't find what I'm looking for. I can't find that email that I need. I can't find the contract that I'm looking for. I can't answer the CEO's question because I just don't have that data to hand. So it's often relatively simple stuff, but it needs to be sorted out if they're going to work effectively. We help them with the basic block and tackling, make it easy to intake and triage a query, make it easy to find what they're looking for, make it easy to draft a contract, make it easy to monitor progress. And the key outcome, the end, is to enable them to demonstrate their value to the organisation, to the enterprise. Because not only do we hear that they're busy and they're exhausted, but often on top of that, they just don't feel like they are able to properly demonstrate their value to the business. Given the need for an interpreter or someone familiar with the logistics, what are some best practices for selecting the right tool for a given matter? The key is to really understand their requirements. Everyone's, you know, every business's requirements are going to be slightly different. But the challenge for in-house legal is often they just don't know where to start even in defining what their requirements are. They know they've got a problem. They understand their problem. But it's sometimes hard for them to define the requirement and often made difficult because they really have no idea of potential solution for the, for the problem anyway. So it's about defining the requirements is absolutely critical. The need also to have the right people in the room. You don't need just the lawyers. You actually also need other elements in the business if you want to make it successful. Usually you're going to need IT. You're probably going to need security. And I've certainly been in situations where legal departments have made the decision to buy a product and then IT won't let them. So they go in to say, right, this is what we're going to buy. IT says, well, that's not part of our company's IT-supported tech stack, so you can't buy that. And we try to navigate that by promoting as much as we can the use of technology that the business already owns. So technology that's solving other problems, actually solving the legal in-house challenge as well. So more often than not, we find that's Microsoft. And that's because it makes it just it just makes it easier to get the CFO on board, to get the CTO on board, to get CISO on board if you're going to solve the problems using the technology that they already own. And for many legal departments, they may need some help with all or at least most of the elements that I discussed before contract management, document management, etc. But they don't want to spend all of their money on some big system to solve one of those problems. Really what they're trying to do is solve a number of elements of each of those problems. And that's the challenge, understanding exactly what the requirements are, understanding the priorities, and making sure that those the products that they're going to deploy fit those requirements properly. And then the other part, which they can't underestimate, which is a real challenge in legal departments, is change management. The fact that there is going to be some change in their business practices, if they don't understand change management, it doesn't matter what product they buy, it's going to be very, very difficult to make it a successful implementation. How have you been able to serve your clients remotely? We serve our clients using the techniques and the technologies that we fundamentally promote. Teams for calls and meetings, 
that's what we use. We use those kind of products and we use that product specifically. But obviously Teams is so much more than that. We've built a digital project management platform in Teams that allows us to deliver projects remotely with full collaboration, transparency, reporting, auditing. And it's the same things that we use that we promote potentially to to our clients, to our customers. But like everyone, we miss it's a really important part of building relationships. But we've all had to get used to doing business online and that's what we've done. That's what in-house is doing as well. Right now we're busy doing a, a legal DMS rollout for an insurance company and it's being done remotely, right? And it works in the same way as it used to work before. I mean, it's in some ways, actually, there's some more efficiency. There's no travel time. There's no travel wastage. There's, you know, there's actually less downtime. And in some ways, we're actually able to accelerate the process because we're doing it remotely as opposed to face-to-face. And I can see many more implementations being done remotely moving forward. In what ways have legal departments adapted their approach in the pandemic? Many of them have really struggled. We speak to clients who say that they have never been busier. They're inundated with work. There's real estate leasing transactions to deal with, HR issues, financial transactions, new regulations, risks with employees, remote workings. Generally, the lawyers have handled the move to working from home or working remotely pretty well. But that's if you define remote working as having a laptop and an email address. And of course, remote working is much more than that. And things have changed. Now, people can't just walk down the hall anymore and ask the lawyer for help. They're using a paper form to fill in to get some help, that's a thing of the past. It instantly disappeared. In many ways, they've had to get used to a new way of working. And the way that they used to work has fundamentally been taken away from them. They're really busy. Many in-house lawyers, if you ask them, they'll tell you they're exhausted and they need help, but they just don't know where to start. You mentioned it earlier. What impact do you expect Microsoft 365 on how legal teams manage their data? Relates to their work product. More and more, Microsoft 365 will become the platform that they use to create, to share, to maintain, to store their data. The uptake of Microsoft 365, well documented right in the pandemic, has been phenomenal. And we don't see that changing anytime soon. Legal teams, to have the functionality that they need delivered in 365 or over 365, that's a key theme moving forward. And we see Microsoft Teams as a really big part of that. It's perfectly situated for collaboration, and that's what legal teams need. Expect to see a big rise in teams lifecycle management as a concern, not only for legal departments, but businesses generally. It's going to be the, the data that they're working on is living in 365, and the use cases, the legal use cases they need solved, they will equally want solved in Microsoft 365. How do you see legal departments evolving? The pandemic has definitely accelerated things. I mean, legal things take time, and they always do. And the pandemic, even having made the change that it will, I think the temperature is rising. The lawyers can't keep going like they have been or they'll crack. But right now, most legal departments have nothing. They've got a laptop and their inbox. Change is inevitable because the rest of the world is moving at such a pace. And I see the change coming in phases. The first phase is just to get the basics in place, you know, using the tech, business already owns to provide the legal use cases to support the legal department. And that'll have some great positive outcomes. I think improvement in service, reduce frustration, you know, collaboration, and better use of time. And so that'll be the first phase that kind of block and tackling. And then the next phase will be much more of focus on improvement, automation, automation processes, curation of and analysis of data, better reporting, 
And again, I think you know, we'll see some great outcomes, freeing up of time for the lawyers to think, better allocation of resources. And then overall, this leads us to kind of the final phase or the last phase where it leads to them being able to demonstrate enterprise value, the legal department being truly valued within the enterprise for the value that it adds. That's the journey that we're really excited to be on with our clients and we're thoroughly excited to be on that journey. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Greg Wildeson, the co-founder and head of technology for Panoram Digital, an enterprise legal technology consulting firm based in the UK. Greg, thanks so very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.